Hello, welcome to Toffee TV Football. We are doing our football roundup show. Me and Steve, you've seen Steve quite a lot on this, doing his reactions, yeah. which have all been excellent. Um, and once a week, we try to get together in the studio to go through some of the football stories around the world and uh, have a little look at what's going on in the major leagues. Uh, obviously, Champions League week, Steve, big. We, we did discuss last week the, you know, coming into the, the second legs and stuff. We've had a couple. This weekend, we've got four this week, haven't yeah. we? And when is, when is we, was there any kind of shocks for you? Um, not really, no. Mm. I thought, obviously, Man City were just incredible the other night. It's actually, that was maybe a shock that it was 7-0. Seven 7-0, nil. Seven nil, yeah. Because Leipzig are not, not a bad side, and mm. they, caused City prob- they caused, caused City problems over at Leipzig as well, but... Mm. Um, the Bruyne and Haaland were just incredible the other night. And, something else, weren't they? Yeah, and the seven, like Haaland, obviously with his five goals, and the Bruyne, he would have actually a bit of a stick off, not stick off Guardiola, but he said he needed to pick his game up, and he went out and kind of... Picked his game yeah, up. Yeah, told, told Pep to uh, sit back mm-hmm. down, but yeah, he was unbelievable, the Bruyne. Some of his balls through to Haaland, and Haaland could have had about six or seven, to be honest with you, mm. so... Good win for them, and they're my favourites for the Champions League. I was just going to ask you that because obviously yeah. Erlen Haaland was brought in to give City that little bit extra. We saw last year, you know, the Real Madrid game in particular last year, it's wasteful yeah. and ended up costing them dearly. And we've seen other times over the, the, the past few years with Manchester City, there's been those key moments in games that yeah. they, haven't, they haven't took the chances with him. They're a different animal. Okay, in the Premier League, it hasn't always been perfect this no. season, the five points behind Arsenal, as we speak. But he's still scored 39 goals in 36 games for them, which is uh, which is unbelievable. And five the other night, and the manager <clears> took him off with still half an yeah. hour to play. I honestly think he could have ended up with seven or eight Easy. because just at that moment, Leipzig's heads had gone and yeah. he was looking like getting on the end of everything, wasn't he? They were all just... Proper number nine goals for me. Mm. I always look at Sykes. I love the third one. I know people might not understand why, but as a striker, he's followed the ball. He's followed the ball, and even though he thinks Ruben Diaz has scored, mm. he still followed it in as a as a striker should do. And I thought it's just it's his whole movement, and it's just he's always on the move. You watch him as a player, and you're like. That's the difference I think between the top strikers and the, and the strikers who are just just a bit behind them. Like his his fo- his focus is basically getting the ball and putting it back in the back of the net. He's not gonna try any dinks, he's not gonna try he'll just put his foot through it and put it in the back of the net. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's to me he is he is what a number nine is to me. Yeah. Like I go as far as back as when Romelu Lukaku was at Everton, he was just a proper number nine. He was like mm-hmm. back to goal, hold up play unbelievable. But this guy's on a on another level for mm-hmm. me and well, the talk he could well end up with 50, 60 goals a season, which would be incredible for his first season in English football as well. So, I'm playing in a different system. It's not, even though Man City are an incredible team, it's not always an easy team just to walk into and think you're going to just score goals mm. because they do. We've spoke about it a few times before. Sometimes you can watch them and they're a bit bored. Mm. And they kind of they bore, they bore you a bit at times because they yeah. just because he pass it slow and pass it slow. And Haaland's been in that German type of football where it's all full throttle. Yeah. So I think he's adapted well. And 
it does make me laugh when you see a lot of criticism going his way because he doesn't score every week and you think football doesn't work like that. No, <laughs> it just no. doesn't. There is there is eleven other players trying yeah, to stop you scoring exactly. a goal, but they're tremendous. I'm with you. I think this this could be the year they do it. City. Mm. I think they're already a, a fantastic football team, you know. And having him, yeah, he gives you the he gives you the extra. He, he has scored ten Champions League goals this season from thirteen shots. <laughs> On target, which I think it's 82% conversion rate, something like yeah. that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Quality of them is incredible. And they were brilliant and they have marched through. Uh, the other game on the night was Porto Inter Internationale. Yeah. Uh, Lukaku, who you mentioned before, scored yeah. the winner in the first leg. They drew 0 0 in yeah. the second leg. And Inter, another Italian side, into the last eight. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't see Inter doing anything after mm. this this next round. I think <laughs> yeah. they were pretty poor, and so were Porto, to be honest with you. But um, it's obviously good seeing another Italian team through. Obviously, we'll come on to the other two in a minute. But yeah, um, Inter yeah, are one of those teams. They're having a bit of a funny season in Italy as well, where they're off flying and they've, they've dropped off a bit this year. And yeah, they got through, but they weren't convincing yeah. over both legs. I think, I think that. The next round could be the end of the, the road for Inter, I'd say, unless maybe they play against an Italian team, you never know. So. Um, staying on with the Italian team, yeah. I know you love Napoli, yeah. you've loved watching them this season, and they uh, they won 3 0 the other night. Um, Osman, Osman with Osman, another yeah. two, Zielinski, who I love, yeah. um, scored as well. And Quite then, surprised, didn't let him get his hat trick. Yeah, well, penalty taker, penalty taker, get the job done. And um, you know, ended up with a five nil aggregate win. Yeah. But they've been they've been brilliant Napoli haven't they all season. Yeah, in the Champions League as well and in the league. Um yeah, Victor Osman, he's I think mm. I was reading last night, he's got fifty goals in ninety games for Napoli and he's he's only another one, he's only twenty two, twenty three mm. years of age. Coming from the uh, obviously the French leagues yeah. and um yeah, he's just he's just so powerful. One of his goals last night was just one of those where the ball's going at where you feel like it's going away from him, he just added it with just so much power using his, his strength as well. And the other kid on the wing, I'm not even going to pronounce his name, he was excellent Carish last night. Yeah, he was unbelievable last night. He was, the way he just carries the ball and glides yeah. across the pitch, it's, he creates so many chances for them though. And, uh, He's absolutely brilliant. Frankfurt were just, again, but to me, I look at Frankfurt as more of a Europa League team than, mm. than Champions League. Obviously, they got in the Champions League through winning the Europa League last year, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, yeah, a, a game too far for them, I'd say. I mean, Napoli are a strong side, like you just said, and Osserman in particular is having a tremendous season. He was really good, obviously, at Lille as well. Mm. Do you see him moving on in the summers? Obviously, a lot of interest in him. Chelsea, United mentioned yeah. in England, obviously. Real were mentioned. Really? Bayern mentioned, yeah. but I think the, the sums would be too big for Bayern. Mm. But what about Chelsea? They're obviously getting Nkunku in from Leipzig. Osherman coming in through the middle. Yeah. He, obviously, Joe Felix will go back to mm, Atletico, won't he? He would definitely suit the Premier League due to his, his pace and power and strength. And, mm. But also, I, I wouldn't rule out maybe someone like Real Madrid because Benzema, what's Benzema now? 34, is he? He's just agreed to sign a new deal. Has he? Yeah. Has he so, yeah, I suppose maybe with players like Benzema, you can get away being 34, 35 in Spain. Mm. Lewandowski has this season, exactly, hasn't he? Yeah. As well. So, yeah, Chelsea or Man United. I think the, the conversation at the moment is for, obviously United because obviously they're the ones who are desperate for for a striker. It's the 
do you take Kane or do you take Osman? I know we've yeah. spoke before about you think Harry Kane would be perfect for Man United. Yeah. And, but then you've also, people will look at the Kane's 29, Osman's 23. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the argument, I suppose. But um, nah, he's, a, he's a huge talent and it's someone who I know you and Andy identified about three, four years ago with yeah. a player Everton maybe had the radar on at one at point time, as well. Yeah. At one point. So, again, for, he's gone to a tough league because. It's not always an easy league. He struggled a bit last season. Italy's one of the toughest leagues to go to as a, as a young striker because the defence has always been defenders. He did wear an Everton shirt as well. A he did wear an Everton shirt, he did. Mm. So um, I'm sure whatever he goes for, Napoli are going to be making a nice little bit of money. I'm sure Leo will probably as well still. Yeah. So Good business. Uh, Napoli through there brilliantly and, and Real Madrid completed the job on Liverpool. A 1-0 home win, Benzema yeah. again. 6-2 on aggregate. Yeah. They, Comfortable. Yeah. They controlled the game, really. Never looked in danger. Mm. Carlo had his bovril and just uh, his cigar on the touchline. And, um, yeah, Liverpool, they had the, the odd chance here and there, but Real Madrid had a really good chance first half. Vinicius Junior, Alisson made an unbelievable save, actually. Yeah. I know he wasn't your uh, your best mate during the World Cup, Alisson. So. No, I'm just for anyone who doesn't know, I'm still fuming that <laughs> he played his role in Brazil, getting knocked out. Yeah. I'm absolutely fuming. So, but he, I want to Brazil to win. He was, he was really good. And Vinicius Junior, I think uh, I think Trent's probably still a bit dizzy off, uh, <laughs> off Vinicius Junior because he gave him all kinds of problems all night, which is now... Which I do find a bit mad, the media now questioning, can he play it right back? Even though I think a lot of people have been saying it for the last 12, 18 months now. Yeah. We all know he's great going forward, but he can't defend to save his life, really, yeah. can he? So, But it'd be interesting with Liverpool. They've got a big they've got a big few months now because not getting Champions League football could be big for them. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge they, they want to be involved in the G Bellingham conversation mm. <clears throat> without Champions League. That's out the window mm. immediately. Just the finances. They just don't have the money. They simply don't have the money. Um, that was the Champions League. Europa League games are recording this on the day the Europa League games are on, so we haven't had a chance. Do you think to, Bellingham would suit Liverpool then? Do you think he's their type, that type of player for them? Or well, I think, do you what, think he's what they need like, in midfield? Because I suppose that's the question that the media have been saying this year that the midfield, the demise of Liverpool. Mm. And now it's proven that the midfield's gone, the defence are getting found out a bit, like yeah. the likes of Van Dijk and players like um, that. I think, to be honest, he, he improves any midfield he goes yeah. into. Yeah. He's very good. He's only 19. I think he's really good. Do I think he would choose Liverpool? No, I don't. No. And that's not, I'm just saying that right now. If you're him, would you choose Liverpool? I wouldn't. Especially if Man, if sorry, if Manchester City are in the mix, which apparently they are, Real Madrid are all over them. Yeah, they have got some tremendous midfielders: Dolph Camavinga yeah. and he was excellent. Uh, Giovanni, who were brilliant. Camavinga, yeah. Um, but we know that this kid takes his time. When everything was mm -hmm. pointing to Manchester United, when he was at Birmingham, he went to Dortmund. So he may well choose Liverpool, but for him, his development. <coughs> excuse me. There's some. So there's some. School of thought in Germany, though, that he's going to resign with Dortmund and stay. I would like to see that. To be honest, I think 19, isn't yeah, it? He's I, developing brilliantly, but. I don't think it'd do him any harm either, staying mm. for another year there. And what is he, club captain, isn't he, as mm. well? Club captain, so. But they might, Liverpool, if he, like Liverpool would be investing in a whole new midfield, but they would need to reach the mm. start of the next bit. How long's Klopp there for? Mm. Not sure. So it's up to him. It's whether Liverpool do have the finances to yeah. fund it. 
it's interesting because there will be half a dozen teams. Chelsea will probably go for him. They go for everyone at the yeah. moment. Yeah. You know, Bowley's just signing checks left, right and centre, isn't yeah. he? So you wouldn't really have them going for no, him. Maybe I know Arteta. Arteta yeah. really like. So all of a sudden, Liverpool, when it looked like there was them and a couple of other yeah. teams had a bit of a run at them, mm. they've got to now start picking points up to try and get yeah. in the top four because if they don't get in the top four, not only can they not afford to Bellingham, if they become less attracted to, of course, yeah. So it's going to be for them. It's dead interesting, but for him, he is he would improve Liverpool. He can improve <laughs> yeah, any yeah. any midfield. Uh, the Europa League games: Manchester United going to Betis, obviously four-one up from yeah. the first leg. Uh, Fenerbahce Sevilla two-nil to Sevilla. They expect them to get yeah, through. Yeah, love the Europa League, don't we? Yeah, oh god, they thrive on it. Feyenoord Shakhtar's one-one from the first leg. Uh, just done United. Freiburg Juve, mm. one 0 to Juve from the first leg. Freiburg are doing well this they season. Are doing so, well. Yeah, and a tough team to that, break down. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, Arsenal Sporting two two from the first leg. I expect Arsenal will get through in that one, but it'll, yeah. that could be a good game. Ferenc Savros against Bayer Leverkusen. That was two 0 to Leverkusen from yeah. the first leg. I don't see any no. uh, anything. I think they'll get through. Real Sociedad Roma. 2-0 to Roma Is Yoshi it? doesn't yeah, barely lose two goal leads does he and then uh, Union St Gilois against FC Union Berlin that was a great game in the three, first three leg three in the first yeah. leg so that yeah. one that's one where you look at that and I can't really call that one no. just because they done so well in Berlin in the first mm. leg it was a 90, it was like a 94th minute mm. draw brilliant game yeah, yeah. one. <clears throat> So it'll be interesting. I know Berlin have been struggling a bit recently over the last couple of weeks as mm. well. They dropped a few Drop, points. Stop scoring. Stop scoring. Really as well as you wonder whether their season's starting <clears> to catch up with them a bit. They've been though. fantastic though, haven't they? Yeah. Um, into the Conference League, Jair Gardens against Leg Poznan. 2 0 to Leg Pos Poznan. I expect them to get through. Uh, Slovan, Bratislava, and Basel. 2 2 from the first leg. Uh, Siversport, Fiorentina. Fiorentina 1 0 from the first leg mm. to them. Expect them to get through. AZ uh, Lazio. AZ 1 2 1 in Lazio. Game, That'll yeah. be a good yeah. one, Lazio. I think we're the favourites to go through in that one before the first mm -hmm. leg. So, I think we're one of the favourites for the tournament. <clears throat> yeah. Nice uh, against Sheriff Terra Spots 1 0 to Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'd expect them to get through. Villarreal and the leg that ended 1 1 in the first leg. They were your tip to win it, weren't they? Yeah, Villarreal, yeah. So they're at home. I'd expect maybe they to come through that and West Ham. One two yeah, on the first leg against Larnaca. I expect Moise to have. They no, need a positive result, West Ham, no though, because the fans are. The fans yeah, are ready, they're not very happy at the moment, are they? No, they're not. Seen a lot please. of uh, lot of negativity at the games. I know the uh, the booed off again at the weekend against Villa, mm. and also um, the Brighton game where they got demolished away from home as well. So, it'll be interesting to see what Moise will do tonight. Whether he'll go, will he go full strength or will he? Because they've got a big game at the weekend, haven't they? I think West Ham as well. So, yeah. um, just in the Premier League over the weekend, Arsenal won a, again, won three 0 at Fulham. Very, very, very yeah, impressive victory. That three 0 at Fulham. Gabriel Martinelli and Odegaard with the goals. Do you think? They, do you think? Do you think City are going to catch them, or do you, are you kind of moving away from that now? No, I still, Arsenal? I still think City will catch yeah. them, but yeah. I think the five ahead with eleven games to go, they've got to play the Etihad. So it's going to go to two points, I I believe. And then Arsenal have got to go to Anfield where they normally lose. And Newcastle. And they've got Newcastle. Tough games. 
What about Shreyas? They've been tremendous. Yeah, they have. And the five points ahead with the in it, the well in and the pure yeah. sheet. Seen a couple of things last week. Are Arsenal in the title race? What do you mean? Are they in the top of the the whole season? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, they're in it. Yeah. Um, they play Chelsea as well. I just, I just look at City and I just think sometimes in this this period, yeah. experience is what gets you over the line. City have won the league four of the last five seasons. They're always going like a 10 game winning. They're always just. We haven't this season. But... And win. Yeah. I wonder how much that 7 0 will have done for them mm. the other night. Yeah. You know, a huge performance at home to Leipzig when they needed it. Won at Crystal Palace, of course, mm-hmm. uh, at the weekend as well, in which was a, t- a tough game. But, yeah. I mean, he, let's be honest, he should have put the Palace to bed a lot earlier than what they did. Yeah. But that that is a, a situation where they have, they have got momentum. City do build momentum, mm. probably better than most teams. They've got yeah. West Ham at home on Sunday at half four. I expect I them expect to win. Yeah. But Arsenal have got Palace at home on Sunday at two. So when Man City kick off, Arsenal could be eight points eight clear. Points. Albeit City to have a game in hand. So West Ham could be bottom. And West That's Ham. That's all I mean. You, it's the, the, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, United drop points at home to Southampton. They do nil-nil. Spurs beat Forest and won 3-1 and got themselves a four-point gap now on Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Liverpool in six, six points off Spurs now. Uh, with a game in hand all being set, but Brighton are on level points at Liverpool and I've got a game in hand on Liverpool. Mm. And Brentford are one point behind Liverpool. Uh, at the other end, I've just mentioned Southampton, Leeds. Um, they got a draw with Brighton, 2-2, yeah. didn't they? Jack Harrison haven't scored a weird on goal. Yeah, no. Then curled a brilliant equaliser in his right foot to make yeah. it 2-2. Bournemouth beat Liverpool <laughs> in the crazy game. Virgil van Dijk could have had a hat-trick, but didn't Bournemouth. And the Gary O'Neill taking him in. The, yeah, the he just, yeah, he, he couldn't be bothered, could he? he wasn't yeah. in the mood to run. No. Uh, Everton obviously beat Brentford and climbed out of any danger at the moment. Leicester were beaten at home by Chelsea, yeah. but they're back in it. You Crystal, couldn't call it. You I can't. Crystal it. Palace down. Yeah. Crystal Palace are on 27 points. Bournemouth, who are third bottom, are on 24. I was saying this yesterday. I think it's, a, it's the first time in a long time, I think, in the Premier League that um, everyone is still playing for something. Yeah. Bar Villa. Bar Villa, yeah, Villa are just in the Villa are kind of the team on their own. Villa are just, just chilling. Just, just sitting there, but you look at the top six. Saying that, though, still, yeah. Any chance of them getting your... Villa are, Villa are seven points behind Brighton. They've got two games now, Villa and Catton. But Villa are just in the middle. Yeah, one so game on. they're the ones where you They're just look, chill. They're the ones you'd probably want to be playing. Villa so. are chill. But um, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Crystal Palace are a worry, aren't they? Beaten again this in the week by Brighton. Uh, I think they've only had one shot on Saga Palace mm-hmm. in five games. Yeah, they've haven't scored they in the last four. They don't score. Haven't scored in the last four games. I don't think they. I think they won on New Year's Eve. I don't think they've won since. No. The fans aren't happy. Patrick Vieira. What do you do with them? I read. I read something today that was uh, clubs who've replaced the manager this late in the season late, haven't really got any uplift at all. It's too late, almost. Uh, a lot of them stay where they are or, or drop a place. I'm in that school of fortune. So I, do, I just think now, 11 games to go, you go with what mm. you've got. Like, but, I've seen like, the reports, I said, I was talking to them trying Palace fans wanting Allardyce for 11 games. Yeah, to try and stay up. So, <laughs> it, is, it is a bit mad. I just think, just, yeah. You've got them, they lost against Southampton, lost 2-0 along to Brentford. They're another team, they've only had two goal scorers since, mm. the, world, since the World Cup, James yeah. Ward-Prowse and... Gonna forget Sanchez is it the other fella. 
Um, I might have that wrong. The other kid's name can't. I know you mean the striker. They've only only then through scored. They're struggling. They got some points. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They, they won one nil. The other week they got a nil nil at United. But coming at home in a game that they, they had to get something out to lose the bottom already. Mm. Five points adrift of Palace. Who we were talking about then. The to get out of it. Okay, that, I mean they're a win off Everton. Yeah. They were on twenty five. So they're far from out of it. It you know cut adrift. But just the way they're playing right now, they're gonna have to start winning games and. I think they're relying on they're relying on others, and I just read that he put a match report from a Southampton based uh, journalist, and he just said it. It just feels like very shamey yeah. now, like they just can't get out of it. They've got Tottenham at home on Saturday. Spurs have got to start. Oh, sorry, I know they'd be Forest. Is that Southampton? It's at Southampton. They got to win games. Tottenham. They yeah. can't go there yeah. and get beat again. Can't get the door. And if Southampton don't win this home game. Then you're looking and going. It's gonna to be tough. Isn't it? How how can you put any kind of run them last mm. ten games? Enough wins to get out of it. It's really difficult. Think, but yeah. what I would say is, like I've just said, they're not cut adrift by any stretch, no. and they've won more games of football this season than Leeds, who look like they're in real trouble yeah. as well. So it is mad. It is so tight. But it is so tight, and I think with Palace as well, they've got to play eight of the nine teams, haven't they? As well, better mm. down there. Yeah. So yeah. in the in that eleven eight game in block, the last ele- yeah, yeah. the bottom eight so in the last eleven. So it's whatever a lot of people would be saying. It's in their hands. Yeah, it's 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 going to be really tight. I think it's definitely could be talking on the last day of the season with potentially four teams still horrible going down potentially. Easy, yeah. easy. It could even be more stick. Yeah, it could just be. the way it's played out mm. at the moment, it, it could be even more. Yeah, which is just crazy. But that's that's where we are, isn't it? Right now, um, over in Spain. The weekend, Real Madrid beat a Spaniel 3-1. Yep. Um, before going on, obviously, to beat Liverpool in the second leg as well. Um, Barcelona are nine points clear. Yep. Though, at the moment. Yeah, they look like they're, they look like they're taking the league a bit more serious than Real Madrid this year. I think, mm. I think Madrid won that 15th Champions League, mm. if I'm being honest. And Barcelona are really hard to beat as well. They didn't play very well on... on um, Against Atletico Bilbao. Yeah. Bilbao were the better team, second half especially. Barcelona just sat on it and then I know uh, Bilbao had a goal ruled out by VAR in the last minute through um Ikai Williams. Nachi Williams. Nachi Williams, yeah. yeah. And um and they were lucky with that one because it was a handball, but it was a dubious one where you're like if if, if VAR wasn't there, it, 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 the goal was given. So Barcelona they are riding the luck, but again the um Defensively, they look solid, and I know it's the El Clasico this weekend as well, which could be could be huge as well. Because if Madrid can win, it opens the title race back again. But if Barca win, it's kind of probably done. Yeah, really. Rafinha got the goal yeah. to beat uh, Athletic Club. Um, yeah, and then Atletico Madrid back in third place there on forty-eight. Real Sociedad forty-five. Real Betis in fifth. Valencia got a big win. They got out the bottom three at the mm. weekend. They got a big one. They'll win at the weekend. They were at home, so it's going to be interesting at the bottom half. I know Sevilla moving away from it now a bit as well. They've had a few good victories the last couple of weeks because they were sitting in the bottom three a couple of weeks ago. Deep and now they're up to thirteenth. So yeah. So um, yeah, Valencia. Like, got the did he? Valencia on seventy. Feel like he's been everywhere for a young kid. Yeah, he? he has. Well, that's mad, isn't it? Elche are gone. They're on thirteen yeah. points. You've got Almera, Getafe, 
Almeida on 25, Getafe, Valencia, for the Spanish there. <laughs> on 26, Cadiz, Espanyol on 27, yeah. Real Valladolid on 28, and Sevilla on 28. Like the Premier League. <laughs> then Girona, 30, yeah. Celta Vigo, 31, wow. Mallorca, 32, Athletic Club, Bilbao, 33. Wow. Like yeah. the way up to Vill <laughs> Villarreal are sixth in La Liga. Yeah. And they are. Where have they gone? Villarreal, sixth in the Liga. No, swerve them, go to seventh. Real yeah. Vallecano, a seventh yeah. on 35 points. And Getafe, a third bottom on 26. So there's nine points separate seventh than 18th. That's mad, isn't it? Which is mad. That is a crazy. Which is mad. So that, I mean, that... Makes, makes the Premier League look a lot like nothing, doesn't if it? If you're looking at that right now, you know, Almeida, 25 in 19th, and Sevilla... 28 points thirteen. That's mad, that. So wow. it, it is very much like the Premier League. Anything could happen. Mm -hmm. Anything could happen there. Uh, over to Germany. Bayern, two points clear of Borussia Dortmund at the top. Yeah. Um, Leipzig and Union Berlin and Freiburg all on 45 points. Leipzig, third, Union, fourth, Freiburg, fifth. Um, Leipzig, of course, beat Borussia Mönchengladbach yeah. 3-0 at the weekend before then going to lose 7-0 at City. <laughs> Timo Werner with another goal, Forsberg. Bayern Munich seems to do this every year where like Dortmund will stick with them, stick with them, and then they'll draw where they shouldn't. I know they went to Schalke, wasn't it, 2-0? Yeah. And obviously Schalke are down near the bottom as well, yeah. second from bottom Schalke. So um, Dortmund kind of do this. They give you that false hope that they're going to do it, and then Bayern will go and win. They'll be like City. They'll go and win the next 10 games, Bayern now, and... And Eddie won at the weekend, 5-3, didn't he, against Augsburg? 1-0 down, maybe. Yeah, and Benjamin Pavard, I think, got two goals. He though, got two, yeah. and Sané Cancelo scored his yeah, first goal. So. Alfonso Davis as well, of course. Mm. They've got a 2 point lead. They, they do this every year. Oh, every year, that's what they always do. Normally, yeah. they play Dortmund, yeah. and it's tight, and they beat them. And that's I think they've still got to play each other, haven't mm, they? I think so, so yeah. yeah. Uh, at the bottom, Hoffenheim, 19 point. I mean, this is tight. Mm. Schalke, 20. second bottom on 20. Yeah. Stuttgart, third bottom on 20. Hertha Berlin, fourth bottom on 21. Yeah. And Bochum, fifth bottom Some big clubs down there, aren't they, as well? And, like... and then Augsburg, there's a gap then to 27. But again, <coughs> so, one win yeah. gets you bottom of the league to 14. It's crazy with some of those teams down there, because if you look at like Stuttgart, like two years ago, they were kind of like the... They were like, pushing the other way. They were pushing way, all maybe. the other teams. They had a lot of good youngsters coming through there, mm -hmm. didn't they? They went to Wolves, the Psyker. They lost him in the summer, didn't he? Uh, what's his name? He done the kid. He went to Wolves, but he done his cruise ship, didn't he? Um, oh, early on, yeah. yeah. The, uh, what's his name? Calavach or something. Calavach or something like that. But he got in just straight away, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So they lost a few players, I think, in the summer as well. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a big, few big clubs down there. Schalke are a huge club as well, aren't they? So. I don't know. Um, over in Italy. We've mentioned before, we're just looking at Napoli, yeah. 18 points clear from Internazionale. Um, then second, uh, third place, Lazio, 49 yeah. points. They do, nil nil, yeah. Milan, 48 points. And Roma, 47. Then you've got Atalanta, 42, Juve, 13. Don't rule out Juventus getting top four over there. They've, they've, they're on a bit of a winning streak at the moment, Juventus, and Roma got beat at the weekend. There's 10 points behind Milan. I wouldn't put it past them because a lot of the team 12 games to Inter go. lost against Spezia mm. uh, at the weekend uh, Atalanta got beat by Napoli yeah. and um, 
Lazio dream nil nil. Lazio dream nil. And Roma got beat at home four three against Sassuolo. So, so uh, I think Juventus out of them lot are actually the informed team at the moment. I just think ten points is a lot. Mm. Is a lot. Bottom Any... of the league, Sampdoria, twelve points. Cremonese, twelve, 12 points. And then Verona are on nineteen. So yeah. <laughs> and then here with that result, have now got mm. twenty four. They're safe. Mm. I think the bottom two are gone. Cremonese and Sampdoria. Sampdoria are relegated, which is good which club is, as well. Club. Yeah, it's mad. Um, over in France. Paris Saint-Germain beat Brest 2-1. Uh, Soler and Kylian Mbappe, 90th minute winner. Mm. Um, PSG, 10 points clear That's of Marseille. Over. That's over, that league, Yeah, it's done. It? Yeah. Uh, Marseille, second place with 56. Lens in third place with 54. Monaco, 51. And then there's a gap to Ren, who are, in f- who are fifth and 47. Lens had a good win at the weekend. Openda hat-trick. Openda. Openda, who's... He's flying, and he was he was at Vitesse Armen last season as well in Holland, mm. and obviously he got the move to uh, Lons in the summer. They've got some really good players. Is it the lad in the middle, Fafana? Mm. So yeah, he's a good, good player good. as well. There's a lot, mate. They've but, um, some tremendous players in France. They do. They're having a really good season, and they're kind of one of those clubs that used to be there quite a lot as well back in the the nineties days, and then Lons yeah. were always at the top always way. It's good to see teams like that making a bit of a comeback. Yeah, and obviously Will still had another Will brilliant still, result. Yeah. Rem went to Monaco and won one nil. Ginger Mourinho, Ginger Mourinho, he's getting, <laughs> getting fined every game, yeah. something like twenty thousand euro, fifteen thousand euros a game because yeah. he hasn't got the coaching full coach. It is. I think the full yeah. coaching battle or something, and uh, they, they've won again at the weekend. I think it's fifteen unbeaten, the biggest run unbeaten run in Europe. He's only what is he twenty four yeah, or twenty six yeah. or something mad. So seen people talking about for the England. I know, the I know. Well, they're eight. <laughs> yeah, they've only yeah. lost four games yeah. all season, so that shows you what Championship manager can do for it your does. career. It that's does, what he, he's done. It does. That's what he. It'll be interesting to see what they do when they lose a game. See how they. Well, work. he's absolutely flying. Yeah. So fair play to him. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of MLS games over the weekend. I watched DC versus Orlando City. Yeah. Uh, DC it was a good. It was a good game actually. Maguire give Orlando the lead there and with a crack and goal leveled it up. Um, Phil Nettles Miami lost, didn't they? They lost. They've been doing well. They lost one 0 at New York City, but they've been doing all right. An own goal from McVeigh in that one. But I'll do a little. Uh, I also seen it. Well, I watched a lot of Minnesota Aiden Heat team, of course. Mm. They drew one one in the snow. That was the snow show, was yeah. berserk, and it, what was mad was we were in Minnesota in the summer, and it was like ninety four or ninety five. It was ridiculously hot, and I was watching it the weekend, thinking I couldn't. My brain wouldn't yeah. compute that that ground that was just covered in thick snow was where we'd sat sweating in a pair of shorts in the summer. Uh, I can imagine. Absolutely mad, but uh, that game ended one one. But I am going to do a little bit of an MLS catch up, but not today. Right, that is it for me. There was a story there that. Um, Alexander Kefferin has come out and said Man United and Liverpool were the big instigators in the European Super League. They pushed the hardest I for really? it. Is that the Neville interview? Mm. Is that with the Overlap? Yeah, I've just seen the headlines. He did, yeah, he done, done an interview with Gary Neville well, on the yeah. Overlap. So, um, so it might be worth a watch. So there you go. So that yeah. might be something me and Steve comments on yeah, yeah. have a little closer look at over the next week oh, we but, uh, make sure you give the video a thumbs up. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Subscribe if you haven't. Tell your mates this is just about 40. 
So even if you're not an Evertonian, it doesn't matter because we're not really going to be talking about Everton. Are you? We're going to be talking we like about not talking yeah, about Everton. Not talking about Everton. <laughs> it's great. But uh, thanks for watching. See you later.